Right, right. Welcome to the Fantasy Football Last Call podcast. My name is Joe Bond, founder of FantasySixPack.net. With me, my co-host, Jeff Lambert. Uh, what's going on, man? What's up, man? What's up? Yeah, uh, Jeff, uh, obviously from GoingForTwo.com. Uh, yeah, so it was a <laughs> weird, weird day of football. Uh, yes, the yes, early lot. games, lots of upsets. We're getting another one tonight if it, you know continues if it continues man you know this is just a, a cherry on top of a crappy crappy football day uh, the tennessee titans are leading the rams and pretty much dominating this game so far so i don't know what is going on today i don't know if it's daylight saving time like it is just bad man people just not awake or something like <laughs> i don't get it uh, <laughs> but excuse me um Anyway, let's uh, let's just start ripping through the game. Starting here with the with the Browns and Bengals. All right, yeah, Browns and Bengals. Browns win this game, forty-one to sixteen. Not a result that I saw coming for sure. Uh, Baker, fourteen for twenty-one, two eighteen, two touchdowns. Chubb had a monster game, uh, fourteen for one thirty-seven, two touchdowns. Actually, had a couple catches too, which is unusual for him. Uh, DPJ, two for eighty-six and a touchdown. On the other side, uh, Burrow, not so good. 28 for 40, 282, no touchdowns and two picks. Mixon, 13 for 64 with five for 46 through the air. Uh, Higgins, six for 78, Chase for six for 49. So uh, pretty ugly on that Bengal side of things. Uh, I mean, what is there really to say about this game, really? I mean, Chubb, thank you. If you, if you have Chubb, you're, you're happy. Finally get the touchdowns. Uh, had a huge game, finally. That's about all I can say about this game. <laughs> Yeah, I mean it was it was definitely a weird one. It's almost it's almost just like the the Browns came out just on a mission to just you know prove OBJ wrong. Yeah, um, and you know they as they should. Uh, you know I I think OBJ is uh, a man child if you want to call it that. Um, it's just it, it's I don't know man. Like I I said it last year when when OBJ went out like. Um, the the Browns played better football without him. Honestly, yep. like Agreed. Mayfield is just more relaxed. You know, you can just spread the ball around, which is I think the way he really wants to play. To where when when OBJ is in there, he kind of feels like he has to force the ball to him, and OBJ is just not that guy anymore. Like not- I just don't think he has been for years. He's he's been banged up forever, uh, and and banged up a lot, and I think that's catching up to him and you know look he has been in the in the league for quite a while so like age is catching up to him too um you know any thoughts real quick on where you think he might land um you know i'm hearing he's gonna be a free agent so he's basically pick where he wants to go yeah you know i i don't know it would be uh you know there was a lot of a lot of talk that maybe the raiders would go after him but there were uh there was a tweet that went out today uh from somebody at the NFL network saying that Deshaun Jackson texted them and said that he was signing He's going, with the Raiders. So yeah. then there was a text that said that basically the three teams that are in the running for OBJ right now are the Seahawks, the saints and, and my 49ers. Um, and I think someone said he prefers the Seahawks of all places. I mean, I guess the Seahawks are probably the team that could, win I yeah i don't know but i guess when um, Russell Wilson's back. he's definitely not gonna be the alpha there though like that's dk and you know maybe he takes more target share than Lockett, but it seems doubtful 
I mean, if he wants to be the guy, it's probably the Saints because yeah. they desperately need a number one there. They just don't have one. Um, I still think it would be really funny if the Lions picked him up and he would just be <laughs> like, I quit football. Because, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, I mean, this Cleveland Bengals game was, was pretty ugly. You know, thankfully, Mixon kind of salvaged somewhat of a day here for, for anybody who had him. For the Bengals, but Burrow was just awful. And, Brutal. Yeah, and, yeah. Jamar Chase didn't catch a touchdown for like the first time ever. It feels like, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. There you go. All right, let's move to the next game here. Another surprising outcome: uh, Broncos thirty, Cowboys sixteen. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater, uh, nineteen for twenty-eight, two forty-nine and a touchdown. Javante Williams, the rookie that we keep hoping we get his uh, get the lion's share here, seventeen for one eleven. Problem is, Mel, uh, Melvin Gordon also had a pretty good game, 21 for 80 and a touchdown. Uh, Tim Patrick seems to be that guy that just pops up for them. You know, you think Sutton, you think Judy, you forget about Tim Patrick, but four for 85 and a touch. Dak, on the other hand, uh, not so good coming back here, 19 for 39, 232, two touchdowns and a pick. Um, Zeke, 10 for 51, uh, with 325 in the air, and not even worth mentioning CD or Amari Cooper because they were uh, – <laughs> Pretty terrible. <laughs> nothing, nothing. That the Cowboys' offense was just terrible today. I don't know what happened. You would think the Broncos would have come out and just been flat, you know, with them just trading Von Miller, but they just stuck it to the Cowboys at, at home, nonetheless, too. So I'm just gonna chalk this up to a bad game for the Cowboys. Honestly, like I don't yeah. think I'm really terribly worried about anything here. Um, on the Broncos side, yeah, I mean we we've mentioned it. Pretty much every week, this running game is going to be an even split. It is good to see Javonta Williams, you know, go over 100 yards for the first time in his career. So kudos to him there. And then, yeah, this passing game, the the, the one thing that I kind of took away from it was the fact that uh, Judy saw eight targets. Tim Patrick saw his, and I didn't write write down the targets for him, but you know, he caught four for 85 in the touchdown. He he looked good, but Sutton only saw two targets. Yeah. So you know, we mentioned this on your show couple weeks ago where it was you know buy low sell high and and if I, I forget which one of us mentioned Sutton but uh it was like you know Judy's coming back it's time to time to sell Sutton, time to sell Sutton because it's it's I don't think it's gonna be this bad every week but I think you know he's definitely the, the secondary target here um yeah the secondary target too and so secondary target with, with you know in a good offense you know, a high volume passing offense right. might be not too bad, but when you're only throwing the ball, what he threw the ball 28 times today, that's probably one of his higher numbers there. They don't throw the ball that much. And no, they and, do not. So, I mean, well, they don't usually have the ball this much. Like yeah. you think about the number of off- offensive plays they ran, you know, he threw 28 times. Williams ran the ball 17, Gordon ran 21. And, you know, there's other plays probably in there as well. Like it, that's a lot of, that's a lot of plays for this offense. I mean, they were just grinding the ball all day long. So, all right, let's move to the next game here. Uh, Dolphins at Texans. This was a great one here. <laughs> Dolphins win this one 17 to 9. Uh, Tyrod 24 for 43. Uh, it says 24 yards. I'm assuming he probably had a little bit more than 24 yards. I don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, my bad. <laughs> You're I, good. Uh, three interceptions. Uh, Cook, six for 56. Um, Brissett, not much better on the other side. 26 for 43, 244, a touch, and two picks. Um, Gaskins, he was sort of a DFS darling. Um, he was, eh, he was okay. 20 for 30, 31, had a touchdown six for 23 through the air and waddle, uh, eight for 83. So if you had waddle, you were probably happy about that. 
Yeah, pretty good there. And he had it's 240 yards. Sorry, I was I was getting too quick to the zero touchdown line <laughs> there uh, and hit the dash instead of the instead of typing the zero first. But yeah, uh, bad day for Tyrod. Unfortunately, bad day all around. I mean, Tua got you know got ruled out you know right before game time, and um, yeah, I mean, look, the Dolphins win the game. I guess that's all, you know that's all that matters for them. Uh, Gaskin got a lot of work, which is kind of surprising, you know, rushing the ball, but only 34 yards. Like, yeah, brutal. Ugh. I, I, you know, expected much better things from this Dolphins offense, even with Brissett back there. Yeah. Uh, and it just didn't happen. You know, the Texans have been exposed on defense all year long, and it just didn't yep. happen. Tyrod, look, you know, just looked rusty he had this one play where he was about to go out of bounds and it looked like he was gonna throw it like deep to like throw it away and then he just sort of like flipped it and it didn't go far enough out of bounds and the defender like kind of like just stood there on his toes like right against the line and just grabbed it and it was an interception on like the 15 yard line and you were like what in the hell was that so yeah it was a weird one man brutal brutal yeah i I told you pre-show i got cute in my dynasty league and I have uh, Kyler Murray as my starter. I had Tannehill on my bench, but mm-hmm. with his Rams defense, I said, I'm not going to play Tannehill this week. I'm going to pick up uh, Tyrod Taylor. And I, I <laughs> that mean, didn't pan out so well. You know, I was like, I, Dolphins defense is terrible. He's I been tossing all about, you know, the first two games he was throwing the ball over the place. I thought he'd be decent. but Well, and, like, you you got to think that Tyrod's had a pretty decent floor, you know, especially when he was healthy earlier this year. You know, he was running the ball all over the place. Um so I, I don't I don't hate the move. I don't think I would have actually done it myself, but I don't hate it. I I, I see where you were coming from there. Yeah. I mean, I look. It's got fish. I went out, you know, this morning, and of course, you know, super flex, and ran out and got percent. You know, 0.64 points later. Great, thanks, man. Yep. <laughs> All right, let's move to this next game here. This one was a pretty good game, actually. Falcons at Saints. Falcons yes. win this game on a field goal um, at the end there. I think twenty-seven to twenty-five. Uh, Matt Ryan had a huge game, 23 for 30, 343 and two touchdowns. Uh, Gage, 7 for 64. I'm not going to even try to say his name. OZ, 3 for 58 and two touchdowns. <laughs> um, uh, Cordell Patterson, uh, 9 for 10, but he did have 6 for 126 in the passing game, so that definitely saved you there. Um, on the other side, Simeon got the start here, 25 for 41, 249 and two touchdowns. Kamara, 13 for 30, um, 4 for 54 through the air. Also had a touchdown on the ground. Uh, and Ingram had his 9 for 43. It's pretty standard line. I think he's in half the rest of the year. He'll get those, he'll get yeah. those uh, decent games there. Um, so what are your thoughts on this game here? I mean, Ryan has looked pretty good for, for a couple of games now. I think he did have one bad game in the middle there. But um, Matt Ryan seems to be on the map there again as a top-12 quarterback. Yeah, man. You know, I, I... – the running game is just non-existent, so it's going to have to go through Ryan, and you know it might be a lot of gar- you know not garbage time, but it's just going to be a lot of shootouts because their defense is terrible. Uh, you know, even without Ridley there, they seem to be able to figure it out more times, you know, more times than not. So I like Ryan uh, as you know a back end QB one most weeks. I feel yeah. like, um, you know, it, flip over here to the Saints side. You know, the one thing that you know. People were, you know, there was a lot of, you know, what's going to happen with Kamara with, you know, Winston going down. And what's going to happen to Kamara when Ingram comes in? Well, now we've seen two games with Ingram there. And we're seeing what we saw in the past when Ingram was there. Or he had a decent backup running back, right? 
it's Kamara gets a lot less of the rushing workload, but is still very active in the passing game. Now, he only caught four. You probably want to see a little bit more, but still saw seven targets. It was just a very inefficient game from Simeon, which I'm not terribly surprised at. Yeah. Um, but, you know, this is what we kind of expected. But, like, he's still a very valuable running back. He's still a guy that you can just plug and play every week. He's going to be heavily involved. Um, I don't really have any super concerns. And if anything, like, you know, like I think I said on my show and on your show, I kind of like the move to get Ingram just because I think it's going to protect Kamara. His, yep. The workload he was getting was, was unsustainable for him. It was like 20 carries a game. It just wasn't going to work. He was going to break down and get hurt eventually. Yep. Yeah, I agree. And, and then talking about the other quarterbacks, you know, Simeon not looking too good. So do they make the switch to Taysom Hill next week? Uh, he played a couple snaps here. Um, he actually almost vultured that uh, Kamara touchdown. I think he ran the ball down to the one and Kamara got the touchdown. So they kind of got lucky there. But Taysom Hill next week, you think? I mean, I, I don't see – like, honestly, I don't see why not. Like, look, they paid Taysom Hill pretty substantial money to – Yep. You would think be the quarterback at some point, right? Like, And Simeon is not a guy I think they're going to be able to win a lot of football games with. They won football games last year with, with Taysom Hill. Like, It wasn't always pretty, but it worked, right? And yep. so why not go back to that? Taysom Hill is a threat all over the field. And I just – I don't see – you can tell, like, even in the preseason, he really worked on being a quarterback. You saw it. Like, dropbacks were better with him. They looked they looked cleaner. Um, he doesn't. He didn't just, like, scramble around first chance he got. Um, now, he's going to do a lot of that regardless. But I think they should go to Hill. Whether or not they do, I don't know. And if they don't, like, I don't know what Sean Payton in this love affair of Hill is really all about. Like, it just doesn't <laughs> – yeah. like, I, I now I'm calling it bogus if, if – if they don't go to Hill over Simeon at this point. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of weird that it was it was Winston or Hill all preseason. Who's going to start? Who's going to start? Who's going to start? You just assume that when Winston went down, it'd be Hill stepping yeah, in. Absolutely. I know he's been he's been injured for a while, but, I mean, he looks good in, in practice for all reports, so I thought he would get the start. But, absolutely. yeah, that's weird. All right, let's move to this next game. The Giants uh, get this game from the, over the Raiders. Pretty surprising for me. I thought the Raiders would come in and take this one, but Giants get it 23-16. Um, Carr goes 30 for 46, 296 in a touch with two interceptions. Uh, Jacobs 13 for 76. Waller, typical Waller, 7 for 92. Renfro got a bunch of targets today. Renfro with yeah. 7 for 49 in a touchdown. Um, on the other side, uh, Daniel Jones didn't have to do much. 15 for 20, 110 yards in a touchdown. Um, Booker here did really well. 21 for 99, 3 for 23 through the air. And Ingram has now played you know two games back-to-back where he scored a touchdown. So maybe Ingram's back in that that conversation there where you can play him uh, three for 38 in a touch. Um, not a whole lot to talk about here. I don't think um, anything you wanted to mention, anything you saw on this offense that was different for the Raiders with rugs, not being there. Um, you know, I mean, Renfro obviously saw a lot more targets. It was, it was sort of a weird game. Like Carr wasn't very efficient today. He was missing some guys. Um, he honestly missed Waller in the end zone a couple of times, which, pissed me off because i've got him all over the place um i yeah. saw i saw a tweet too just going on the car in the raiders um, jacobs had most of his yardage in the first quarter and then like second third and fourth quarter they just didn't go back to him i don't know what happened it was just kind of crazy yeah it, 
it was it was such a weird game. Like you know, of course, I you know I watch a lot of this off a of red zone, so you know I get bits and pieces of it. But you know, you you get the general feel of the game from there at least. Um, you know, I, I guess the one thing I was I was really looking forward to seeing was was how Brian Edwards was gonna step up, and he didn't four <laughs> targets but zeros. Um, Zay Jones had four targets, caught one for twenty. Um, so yeah, it's it's pretty clear to me they need another receiver, and it sounds like they're gonna get one. There was a tweet out from uh, I think it's Garofalo or Garofalo from the NFL Network saying that um, Deshaun Jackson texted him and said he's gonna sign with the Raiders. So we'll see how he fits in. You know, he's definitely a deep threat, kind of like Ruggs mm-hmm. was. Um, he's really the perfect replacement, honestly. I mean, Djax, I think. Yeah. One being a veteran, and then two, I think he does what Ruggs did, and I think Ruggs kind of, even though Ruggs didn't do a lot of for for fantasy, he opened the middle of the field up because you had to respect his speed deep. So you know, Waller and Renfrew can kind of eat underneath. Agreed, agreed. Um, I th- I think Ruggs can do more than Djax at this point. Like Djax really is yeah. nothing but a deep like go go route guy. Uh, Ruggs did that and then could also go underneath, even though the, the Raiders didn't really seem to utilize him there. Right. Um, if you like, if you go to the back to the Alabama tape, like that's what Ruggs did. Ruggs would catch these little short routes and then just like take off on people. And like, right. they just decided not to do that with him, which made no sense to me, but uh, it is what it is. <laughs> All right, let's move to another ugly game. Uh, Patriots 24 to six over the Panthers. Uh, the Patriots have just perfected winning ugly. Mac Jones, 12 for 18, 139 and a touchdown and an interception. Um, uh, Stevenson had 10 for 62. Um, kind of nice to see the rookie get some, get some involvement there. Harris did get, uh, get injured in this game at some point, and so did Stevenson for that matter. Uh, Darnold has turned back into a pumpkin officially. I know we keep talking about it every week, but 16 for 33, 172, uh, no touchdowns, three interceptions. Uh, the return of CMC, you know, it wasn't it wasn't typical CMC, but it's definitely good to see him out there. 14 for 52 on the ground, 4 for 54 through the air, and then DJ Moore, 3 for 32. I mean, when Darnold's playing that bad, Moore's going to struggle with him. So yeah, let's yeah. talk about uh, let's talk about these Panthers a little bit here. I mean, is there anybody on this team you can even trust? Can you even trust CMC at this point with this offense the way it is? I mean, it, it's hard. I mean. Like CMC is such a talent. I mean, you know, he he'll catch. I mean, you saw it, four for fifty four. He's gonna catch a little dump off and just t- weave through people. That's what he's gonna do. So CMC's kind of there, but I don't think he's gonna be near the top of my rankings for running backs until he proves it. Right now, this yeah. offense is so bad. Uh, you know, he's he saw a good amount of work today, more than I thought he would actually uh, at first, and. You know, but you know, Darnold again. Darnold is just complete garbage at this point. The teams have just, you know, he had that hot start, and and DJ Moore was was benefiting from it. And wish I had sold high everywhere with him. But I thought, yep. hey, you know, Darnold maybe not as bad as we thought. And DJ Moore, you know, with thousand yard uh, receiver last year with with Bridgewater. Hey, this could happen again. Sure. No, this, nope. this is not going to happen, guys. So it's unfortunate. Uh, you're not going to get anything from DJ Moore. So I think you're just going to have to figure out what to do with him. But yeah, it's it's unfortunate. This Panthers team is just com- completely heading in the wrong direction. Definitely is. And and going to PJ Walker, I think, is the backup. Going to him wouldn't make much sense no. either. There, no, I mean, we've seen that. Yeah, it's it's bad no matter what they do at quarterback right now. So they're they're in a bad place. 
All right, let's go to this next game. This was a really surprising one for me. Uh, Bills lose to the Jags. Survivor leagues busted. <laughs> yeah. All yeah, over the place. Busted a bunch of Survivor leagues for sure. Uh, Josh Allen had just a terrible game. 31 for 47, 264, no touchdowns. Uh, two interceptions, also lost a fumble in this game. Uh, Zach Moss got injured. Diggs, 6 for 85, still not that big game that we expect to get from Diggs. Uh, Cousins on the other side, 7 for 28, uh, 187 through the air, two touchdowns. Cook had a good game, 17 for 110. Jefferson, 3 for 69 in the touchdown. I, I mean, really, I'm sorry, I'm look, what am I looking at? Did I skip down to the wrong one? Yeah, I'm looking at the wrong name. Sorry about that. I went to the Vikings game. I was like, wait a minute. I'm like, I'm at the right team I was like, here. What? <laughs> Sorry about that. Those don't make any sense. That's all right. Yeah. Lawrence, 50 for 26, 118. Hyde, 20 for 67. And then Arnold, the tight end, four for 60 there. Um, yeah. I mean, what what can you talk about in this game here? There's not a whole lot, really. No, just I don't know if this was just the Bills walked into it thinking, you know, they're just gonna show this. up and just gonna it's it, it's an easy win, but they, they came to play, and you know, I'm not going to repeat this stat, but we we've all heard the Josh Allen versus Josh Allen thing, which was <laughs> yeah. which was pretty cool. I'm not going to lie, that that is kind of cool. First time it's happened actually, yep. especially with the uh, with the sack. But um, I, I, yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of hard to believe. I, do the Jacks have three wins right now? They like, do. They won. Oh, cr- oh, they, is it three or two? I think they had oh, the they had the first one in London, right? That was their first win. Yeah, so hang on. Yeah, yeah, this was their second win. Sorry, when 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 they showed their record on TV, I didn't think they had updated the win total. Win total, gotcha. At the very end of the game, but yeah, so this was their second win, but I mean yeah, I'm not really sure I thought they were going to even win two games this year. Not the yeah. way that they started. Definitely not. Definitely not. Uh, on the Bill side of things, just chalk it up to a bad game. I mean, you're still starting Josh Allen. You're still starting Diggs. Start oh, all you yeah. new Bills you were starting. You're still playing them. Don't worry about it. Um, all right. Now let's get to the Vikings game that I kind of jumped ahead on. Uh, Cousins, 17 for 28, 187, and two touchdowns. Cook, 17 for 110. Jefferson, three for 69. On the other side, Lamar Jackson just went bonkers. Uh, 27 for, for 41, two, 266, three touchdowns. Did have two picks. Uh, but also chipped in 21 rushes for 120 yards. It's crazy when you watch the uh, the NFL ticker at the bottom when it shows the you know the leading rushers. And I think Jamar yeah, Lamar Jackson at one time was the second leading rusher in the whole NFL. Uh, it's kind of crazy. Uh, Devontae Freeman 13 for 79. Uh, Brown nine for 116. Um, had a pretty good game as well. He's been proving it all year that he is a, in that you know top wide receiver class. There he's been really good, even though I keep doubting him. He keeps doing it. Um, but how can the, how long can the Ravens keep winning like this? I mean, they're, they kind of fall behind early and then they sort of come back late. It seems. Yeah. I, I don't know. Like it, I want to ask you another question. Like who out of this AFC wants to go to the Super Bowl? It feels like nobody. I mean, I guess maybe the Ravens, cause at least they, they at least they come back in games. Yeah. But like, you know, the bills get down and they just like fall flat on their face the Chiefs aren't doing what the Chiefs yeah. should be doing. The Chargers aren't doing what the Chargers feel like they should be doing. Just like nobody's really stepping up. And I mean, you know, Tennessee would have been Tennessee. the team, I feel like, but they lost Eric Henry, so who knows, right? I mean, but yeah. uh, it might not matter. They're still seems to be doing okay. Right They're now, beating so. beating the NFC's best right now. So yeah, it it still just feels like that is a wide open division of a bunch of like teams that. I'm not really sure what's going on. And, you know, the, the Ravens, you know, 
you get behind on a really good team, I don't know if they're going to be able to come back. Yeah. And, you know, they've, they got down to the Colts and ended up winning. They got down to, uh, where was that? Like, game-winning the long game-winning field goal that was um detroit right they like couldn't yeah they could just couldn't they didn't get down but they like just couldn't put away, away detroit now they did come back on the chiefs who at the time this was week two we thought that were good we're like a really good team but maybe not so i i just i just don't really know what to think of this team they just they just come out very flat every game and then Lamar's is like, okay, just hand me the ball. I'm off. Bye, guys. Yeah. And it just seems to work, but eventually it's, just, it's not going to work. Like, I yeah. just – yeah. I think I for know. fantasy right now, you love the way they're playing. But, yeah, if we're talking real NFL football here, I'd be definitely worried if I'm a, I'm a Ravens fan. Absolutely. Cause... Yeah, like my, my wife is a my wife's a big Ravens fan. And even after today's game, she's like, whew. Guys, it'd be really nice if it stopped coming down to the last play. Like, please, seriously. Yeah. Like, and I'm like, yeah, like we I'm have kidding. a good picker, but we don't have to use him every week. Exactly. <laughs> All right, you want to take the flip to the the Yeah, four absolutely. Five? So we got three of these games. We'll start off with the Chargers and the Eagles. 27-24. Uh, Chargers take this one. Um, yeah, this was a pretty back and forth game, and you know, a, a lot closer than I thought it was gonna be. I thought the Chargers would take this one, but uh, Herbert 32 for 38, very efficient, 356 yards, two touchdowns with a rushing touchdown to boot. Uh, Eckler with 17 for 59, not the greatest stat line for him, um, but you know, you're, I think, uh, his passing work was pretty decent too. Yeah, I that, put but, that um, on there, but you're right, that's, that's yeah, kind of um, made up for it there. Yeah, all good, but uh, I mean, it still wasn't like an Eckler game. It didn't, you know, it didn't he didn't take over. He didn't score. Um, so you know, that's kind of unfortunate. Yeah, three for twenty three, not not eye popping in in the in the passing game, but enough. Uh, Keenan Allen twelve for one hundred and four. Tell you though, Mike Williams only two for fifty eight. So another kind of down game. I mean, that was one forty nine yard pass was pretty much it. Other than that, not much. Um, yep. On a night where Herbert threw thirty eight times and Completed 32 of them. That's not good, guys. Um, Eagles, uh, Justin, uh, Jalen Hurts, Justin Hurts, um, <laughs> 11 for 17, 162 yards at a touchdown, uh, ran 10 for 62. Again, a lot of garbage time for the rushing yards as well. Um, Jordan Howard, here's the name I thought we all say. Fantasy zombie right there. 17 for 71 and a touchdown. We all hate you, Jordan Howard. I'm sorry. We really do. I started uh, him in the league, by the way. Eh, I hate you, too. Uh, <laughs> Devonta Smith, 5 for 116 and a touchdown. Uh, I've got Boston Scott in a couple leagues, so I'm not happy. Um, <laughs> let's get back to this Eagles running game. So, like, look, when, when Miles Sanders is there, right, this team decides they don't run the ball at all with Miles Sanders, right? It's... It's uh, you know, we're gonna give Miles Sanders maybe a dozen, a dozen, you know, carries a game, if that, you know, yep. maybe a, a few pass catches, and then you know, it's all Jalen Hurts, it's all Devonta Smith, it's all Goddard, it's all Gainwell in the passing game, who they've decided to just completely forget, forget about, about all of a sudden, <laughs> like what in the world is happening? So, let's fast forward a few weeks from now. Miles Sanders comes back healthy, hopefully. Are they back to running the ball? Are they going to still continue to run the ball with Miles Sanders, or is this just? I think it becomes a go. 
and it becomes a four-headed committee, which really is terrible for fantasy. Uh, I think Miles Sanders will lead that committee, but yeah, I think the Eagles like having these multiple running backs come in here. And I, I think what happened was when when Miles Sanders got hurt, they started that that first quarter off giving him the ball, and they go, "Oh wait a minute, we can actually run the ball and move it." And then he got hurt, and they were kind of like, "All right, we got to stick with that game plan." And they just stuck with these running backs, but. Yeah, when Miles Sanders comes back, I think you know I think Howard has earned a role, um, even if it's just a goal line back kind of role. But he seems to be doing that pretty well. You know, I think uh, Boston Scott he's kind of did his thing last week. Miles Sanders does what he does. It's going to be tough to figure this out each week. It's going to be like the Patriots, really. I mean, the Patriots is kind of the same I, way where you can't pick a running back that you're going to start each week. Was just going to say that. Yeah, hundred percent. I, I totally agree with that. I. Look, I only went after Boston Scott in the league because he was free. Yeah. Uh, if I had to, like, pay any capital for him, no chance. Uh, last week it worked out. This week, not so much. So, um, yeah. Uh, wh- wh- real quick, what's your thoughts about Mike Williams going forward? Like, it seems like they're using him differently in the last, like, four or five games than they did the first four or five games. Yeah, you it know, does seem weird, and, and Herbert is, is struggled up until this game. Struggled a little bit too in some of those games. Yeah, um, like they, you know, they were they were using more of a route tree with Mike Williams early on, and now it seems like he's just he's back deep. to just being that deep threat, which wasn't working for yeah. them. So while, I don't know why they went away with it, went away from it. Um, but do you think they get back to that, or is this you know now they're going back to the Keenan Allen show? Yeah, if if they want to be a contender, they need to go back to it because I mean they were blowing teams out when they were using mm-hmm. Mike Williams. They've struggled over the last couple of games. We saw you know the Ravens, you know, blew them out basically. Um, they could even move the ball on the Ravens. So yeah, I think uh, Chargers need to go back to Mike Williams. I think Keenan Allen's always going to get his regardless of what Mike Williams does, but they need that extra person there. They can't just go to Mike uh, Keenan Allen the whole time. So because uh, like this game, if Eckler, you know doesn't do what he needs to do. If this is a better team, you know, over the Eagles, I think the Chargers probably lose his game. So I, yeah, they, they need to find a way to get him back involved. And I think if I own him in fantasy, I think your selling window was probably gone. Maybe you want to look at a buy, a buy low window, hoping that they get back to it. But uh, yeah, I think it's tough right now. If you're a Mike Williams owner, I was able to trade Mike Williams in a dynasty league where my team is complete garbage. And I'm going to need a couple of years of rebuild for a first round pick. Now granted it will probably be a late first round pick, but I would have never thought I would have gotten that even like even at the beginning of the year. So hey. I'm more than ecstatic to get that return for him. Definitely. Uh, Cuz I don't think he was the player. He, I I still don't think they they are going to go back to him consistently enough in that role that he was seeing early on. I just for whatever reason they just don't do it. Um next game here Packers and Chiefs. Packers lose 7 to 13. Um, of course, no Aaron Rodgers. Bite my tongue on that one. Uh, Jordan Love, 19 for 34, 190 in touchdown. A lot of garbage time yards there. Was not a good game from him. He not at all. lost. Uh, he just was – the whole offense was just bad. Um, Aaron Jones, 12 for 53. Dylan did pretty decent as well uh, when he got his opportunities. Adams at least caught six, but for only 42 yards. Uh, Randall Cobb, three for 50. Kind of bailed out uh, Jordan Love at one point. He just, like, chucked it down the field as he was running. <laughs> like, it was a terrible decision, and Cobb, like, completely bailed him out. But uh, on uh, the Chiefs' side here – 
We've got Mahomes, 20 for 37, 166 yards, career low passing yards, and only one touchdown. Uh, Daryl Williams, 19 for 70, solid day. Uh, Kelsey, 5 for 68 in a touchdown, finally gets back in the end zone. And uh, Tyreek Hill, 4 for 37. I mean, and I don't know what really you're expecting from the uh, – the Chiefs passing game when Mahomes only throws for 166 yards, but yeah. um, so obviously Rodgers is not losing his his starting gig anytime soon. <laughs> um, what real quick? What do you what do you think happens this off season? Right, like if you know Rodgers walks or, or whatever, does the same stuff he does. Like, can Love can they trust Love after seeing what he did today against a pretty bad Chiefs defense? Yeah, no, they. I don't. They can trust Love. I think Rodgers do, does walk. And I think the Packers are going to be left with Jordan Love, and they're going to go from being contenders of Super Bowl to, to being contenders for the first round pick. I think, uh, I mean, Love might be able to, you know, get some more starts under his belt. Maybe he ends up being pretty decent. The thing that really surprised me with this game was they didn't do design runs for Love at all. Like, I mean, he's a pretty decent, you know, runner. Right. They, they didn't use him in that respect at all. Not even, you know, even as the threat of it, you know, doing some kind of uh, read options. They didn't do it at all. It was just, it was like a, a, a Rogers offense basically with Jordan Love running it. And it just didn't seem to work. I expected a little bit more uh, creativity with their offense and it just didn't happen in this one. Yeah. Before we jump over to the Chiefs side here, we have a question um, from uh, Z Smitty. Should I trade Dalton Schultz and Hunter Renfro for Calvin Ridley? I have Mark Andrews. Hmm. Now his second comment here is he's concerned because you know obviously Ridley may not return this year. I, mm, that's that's a tough one, man. Like I, I think I, if you're if you have the depth at receiver and you can take the risk on Ridley, like and your record's good enough, I don't hate it. Because um, obviously Mark Andrews is, is the the tight end you're starting. I think. Right, and I would assume that Hunter Renfro was also not a starter. At least he wasn't drafted to be one. I don't know what your other no, receivers are. Not. No, I mean he's going to be you know a much bigger weapon here going forward. I think even when Djax shows up, um, I think Renfro is still going to have a fairly substantial role in this passing game. Yep. Um, but I, I don't, I don't hate, I don't hate the move. I mean, like as we as we mentioned, um, you know he he's got. You know, uh, Ryan has picked things up, and you know, of course, on, on your show, Jeff, just last week, uh, I mentioned that I wanted to trade for Ridley. Now, this was before every, all the news happened, but I still, I still don't mind this move. Now, he's got DJ Moore, Mike Williams, and Brandon Cooks. If those are your only other three receivers, I'm not sure I pull the trigger. Yeah, I'm definitely not. That's Cooks is solid floor just because he's like the only guy they're going to throw to DJ Moore, as we just mentioned has been just terrible. Darnold cannot do anything. And Mike Williams is turning in the wrong direction. He's mm-hmm. turning into Mike Williams from his entire career. Yep. Unfortunately. Um, so I think I might hold on to Renfro because I think you might need him. Yeah, I agree hundred percent. I think with those, with those receivers and the issues that they're having with, with quarterbacks and the fact that Brandon cooks plays on a terrible team, you know, it's, the volume's there, obviously, but he's not going to score very much. So, yeah, I think I'm keeping Renfro there. Yeah, I don't mind getting rid of Schultz and Renfro to, like, get a, you know, a wire receiver two type player, you know, but really may not be the one you want. You need somebody who I think you could rely on. Agreed, 100%. At least to play. Uh, so back to the Chiefs here. We've got, um, you know, 
the concerns here with this offense. You know, Mahomes is just something. Something's going on, man. And and I'm not really sure what are they doing. They they shorted that offensive line, and that was supposed to fix everything, right? From that that Super Bowl just meltdown. But it just hasn't worked. I mean, what what do we do with with Mahomes here? Is like, you know, he didn't turn the ball over today. I guess there's at least that, but he yeah. just didn't do anything. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, he did take his shots to Hill, and they just they just didn't connect. So, I mean, you right. can look at it and say, well, if you're connecting on one of those shots to Hill, maybe this is a different game. Um, but the Packers, I mean, they they had a great game plan. I mean, they they really put it on the Chiefs, and I think that. The blueprint was kind of laid a little bit uh, with the, when the Bucks beat them in the Super Bowl, and I think everybody's kind of taking that blueprint. And mm-hmm. you know, there's double team Hill, double team Kelsey, and let somebody else beat you, and that other Absolutely. person is not is not beating them. So it's tough right now, unless they can somehow get Pringle or or Hard or Hardman or whoever they want to get to be that second guy. I just don't see this offense really doing much in, in you know fantasy other than a couple hits here and there. Yeah, and, and I know, me included, you know, we, we all like to, to crap on Sammy Watkins, but I, I think Sammy Watkins made a bigger difference in this mm-hmm. offense than uh, we're all giving him credit for because teams had to respect him a little more than they do Pringle. You know, he can be a little more of an underneath guy to where Pringle and Hardman and all those guys, they're all kind of deep threat guys. That's yeah. pretty much all they are. Um, Watkins can do that, but he's also a guy who can just, like, cross over the middle or, you know, just do a little in routes and and um, that opened up the downfield for for Hill a little more. They couldn't they couldn't just keep Watkins open all game Agreed. by himself. So you know, uh, last game here, uh, Cardinals and 49ers. This was a, a very injury ridden game coming in. Uh, lots of question marks. The 49ers guys all played. And the Cardinals guys did not. So you would have thought the 49ers would have pulled this one out, huh, Jeff? You would have thought. Not yeah. so much. So Cardinals win this one 31 217. Mr. Colt McCoy, 22 for 26, 246 yards and a touchdown. Scrambled a few times, too, man. He he, he uh, did his best uh, Kyler Murray impression. Uh, Superhero James, James yeah. Conner. James Conner, the best running back in the NFL. No, um, at least today he was. 21 for 96, two touchdowns, caught five for 77 and a touchdown. What? <laughs> I don't get it. Um, and then uh, Christian Kirk without D-Hop, uh, six for 91. Uh, Eno Benjamin, nine for 31 and a touchdown as well. Uh, Rondo Moore caught five, which was cool, but for like 25 yards. So, yeah. Okay. Um, I guess you at least you like the usage, but you were hoping for more yards there. On the 49ers side, it was not pretty. Uh, Jimmy G, 28 for 40, 326 yards. I mean, he was just playing catch up. So, a lot of those yards were kind of garbage. He just looked bad. Uh, but two touchdowns and a pick. Um, Elijah Mitchell, eight for 36, uh, caught five for 43, which is nice because he hasn't been used in the passing game. So it's kind of nice to see that he can do it. Uh, Kittle, return to Kittle, six for 101 on the touchdown. Who am I dying so he wants to buy Kittle? Because I'm (laughs) I'm looking, I'm looking, guys. Um, and then uh, Ayuk, six for 89 in the touch, and Devo, five for 63, I think is what that says. Yeah, Yeah. I I can read. Um, so. I think I'm going to leave the Cardinal side alone just because it's hard to 
you know, really analyze his team without Murray. Right. Connor is not doing that again. I think we can all agree with that. Um, but I did want to ask you. I did want to ask you about Eno ben, Benjamin. That's why I put him on the sheet there. So Chase Edmonds goes down in this game. That's why Eno Benjamin was used. Right. Is there any interest you think if Evans is out for a while and Eno Benjamin on the waiver wire? Because they were doing. Pretty I mean, previous. Look, running running backs are running backs, right? I mean, we're all desperate for running backs at this point. So yes, uh, but he is no more than a flex guy. Um, I mean, Edmonds wasn't really somebody who you could rely on yeah, week in a week out true. anyway. So like, you know, I'm I'm not gonna be like, oh, pick up Benjamin and then automatically throw him in your flex. No, it's he's gonna yeah. be in consideration. You yeah. know, that's about the best I can say there. On the 49ers side here, obviously the run game just got tossed out the window. So I'm not I'm not saying anything about Mitchell here, you know, bad with his with his running game. Um, you didn't get most he, of the snaps, but you'd like to see at least he did. Yeah, yeah, like he was he was on the field, and that's what matters. Uh, Jimmy G. Yeah, we talked about this on on your show. When when are they just gonna say we're done and just switch to Lance? In which case, this whole offense changes drastically. I I think it should have already happened, honestly. I mean, I think you look at our division. If we we played in the NFC East, you know, like as it was last year, maybe. But we're in the NFC West, and we have two teams that have one loss each. So it's like uh, we're not winning this division. We'll be lucky to get a wild card at all. So at this point, why won't you put Lance in there? I mean, Jimmy G's not – he's not doing it. So why not? Why not change the offense? Yeah. See what happens, you know what I mean? And that's what I thought would happen, you know, so- sooner than it has already. I actually predicted it would be week one, but um, that didn't happen. Um, yeah. I did want to ask you about Ayuk, too. I mean, he kind right, of – Yeah, that was my other question. Yeah, Ayuk, uh, you know, he, he looked good today. I mean, he had the one fumble that kind was, of – He was on the field a lot last week, too. Uh, he actually ran more routes than Debo did last week. Wow, I didn't even and, know that. Um, he looked good again this week, caught that touchdown – uh, call another deep pass to put him in position. Uh, yeah, he's, I don't know what changed, but Hey, like if I out there, I think he's an automatic pickup at this point. And, um, you know, you just got to see what happens. And again, things could change for this team next week. If yeah. they decide to put in Trey Lance, cause put it Lance. will not be the same passing offense. Um, you know, Kittle's not going to get his his workload that we're seeing now. Debo's not going to get his. You know, look, we already saw a week the first week with Kittle back, and Ayuk now more involved. Kittle's, you know, usage drops like a rock. Now Debo's still a beast. Yeah, um, I still like him, but I don't think he's going to be a top ten receiver the rest of the way with everybody healthy. Are you and selling he, high on all these guys? I know you just said you want to trade away Kittle. What about uh, Debo? Are you selling Debo? Are you selling if you own Ayuk? Are you selling him? With yeah, the I mean, if, if if you know in in redraft, yeah, um, I'm I'm selling these guys more. You know, if I can get, you know, I'm not look. I'm not just going to trade just to trade. It's got to be a good. I've got to get something in return. Debo's Agreed. been a top, you know, what four receiver most of the week, year. Feels like. Um, He's just been amazing. So I'm not going to trade him for jump change. But, um, yeah, I, I think if, you know, if you can get a, a couple good pieces in return for Debo, you know, why not? I'd, I'd be absolutely all for it. And Kittle, like, I'm, I'm looking to trade him in my dynasty league where I'm like, what? I think I'm two and oh. <laughs> two and I'm now going to be two and seven. Uh, my team, my, I mean, look, my quarterbacks in that league are Justin Fields and, and Lawrence. And I've got Wentz, but like, 
Wentz playing is, a long game. Yeah, Wentz is like just there until those guys can figure it out. Uh, my my running backs are kind of trash. I mean, I lost Acres. I lost. Uh, I I've lost Ridley. <laughs> I've lost a lot of players. Like my IR is like 15 players long. No joke. <laughs> I have a full IR roster. That's crazy. Um, it's it's nuts. So I I just I'm I'm playing the long game. So yeah, getting rid of Kittle, who's 28 and clearly an injury risk. You know, I'm willing to give up on him right now to you know rebuild for the next couple of years. But I need better than like a late second round pick, guys. He's he's too good. He's as you can see from yeah. today. <laughs> so, all right, man. It is 21-6 Tennessee over the Rams. I thought they scored a touchdown. I guess they called it back. I missed that. Um, I thought Higby scored. Um, the Rams are trying here, but it's it's tough sledding for them, man. The, the Titans came to play. Um, but, all right, man, that's all I got. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at F6PJoe, fantasy6back.net. And, Jeff, uh, you go ahead and let everybody know. You can follow me on Twitter at Jeff Lambert 77. Um, of course, find all of our stuff at going for two.com. Absolutely guys. And, uh, hope we have a better week 10 and we won't have to just like, uh, through all the games. <laughs> so good night everyone. And see y'all next week.